Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Richard Urban Show. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Today's episode is titled, They Are Murdering People Left and Right. We are in a very unprecedented time. I know that word has been used a lot, unprecedented, but truly is. And right now, with the COVID biological so-called vaccines, the safety protocols are not being followed as this so-called vaccine has been rolled out. At the same time, there's a massive disinformation campaign that's been occurring in the mainstream media. So if you talk about treatments like ivermectin, oh no, that's all discredited, when that's a bunch of bullcrap. It's not been discredited. It's saving lives. Could there be a conflict of interest that billions of dollars are being funneled into places like Fox News, NBC, ABC, CBS. Gee, what a coincidence. And then suddenly they're not talking about the vaccine. I wonder why. Duh. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. Frankly, this disinformation and this lack of following safety protocols is actually murder of our citizens by the government authorities and officials in charge. Also, another thread in this dangerous situation is that vaccine mandates are being put out there. Now all in the military are forced to get a vaccine. Or I guess they could get out of the military. That's about it. But I guess once you... Uh, anyway, there's not much choice there. Also, in the government forced to take a vaccine or get regular testing. Also on airlines, companies, et cetera, et cetera. Or they're, you know, putting restrictions like you'll have a $200 fine for your health insurance each week, I guess, or is it a month? Anyway, each pay period, like you have to pay $200 extra. And also, you know, many, many other mandates that are coming up. Let's put everything in perspective. In 1976, there was a flu epidemic or a flu vaccine produced. And when three deaths occurred, then the program was shut down in nine states. Three. One, two, three. Let's have a look at that image now. So here we see this article from October 13, 1976, in the New York Times. Swine flu program is halted in nine states as three die after shot. Swine flu vaccination programs in nine states and in Pittsburgh and the suburbs were suspended today, two weeks after they began nationally after the deaths of three elderly persons who received the vaccine yesterday at a clinic in Pittsburgh. So we can see how crazy it is. When we put it in perspective and fast forward to 2021, this year, there have been 13,068 deaths reported on the VAR system. That's a vaccine adverse events reporting system, which is all we have available right now. As of August 26, today, 54,142 hospitalizations have been reported. 81,850 serious adverse reactions have been reported. But the actual number of deaths is at least 45,000, according to reports from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. This is insane. In 1976, the program was stopped when there were three deaths, 
Now there have been 45,000 deaths, 15,000 times more deaths. That's crazy. Also, the mainstream media is withholding treatments on early treatment, such as erythromycin, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Yes, and they do work. You can um, go on our website, visionroot.org. I have links there where you can uh, find those. Also, I'll put them below this uh, video, too. So I'd like to play a clip from an interview that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. did with Dr. Peter McCullough. And what about vaccine injuries and deaths? Are you seeing any of those? Well, the, the vaccine adverse event reporting system is only source right now. Our U.S. FDA and the CDC, which are the joint sponsors of the public vaccine program, which is an investigation, you know, they have no critical event committee. They have no data safety monitoring board. They have no human ethics board. This is an abrogation of standards of safety for participants in human clinical investigation. It's, it's the only time that I'm aware of that we haven't seen the Office of Human Research Protections, OHRP, step in on this. Uh, we should have had a day safety monitoring board with the size of this program doing monthly reviews of safety and giving advice to the program on whether or not it should continue or whether or not there should be modifications in the program. We, there was no data safety monitoring board involved. And looking backwards, we had a mortality signal with this program at 27 million Americans vaccinated on January 22nd. The mortality was 186 patients, and that would exceed a confidence above a, a usual expected for the entire class of injections at 150 deaths. So at January 22nd, if we would have had a day safety monitoring board review the data, the DSMB would have shut this down in February. And they would have had to look at the, the deaths and say, where are they happening? Are they happening in COVID recovered patients who shouldn't be receiving the vaccine? Are they happening in the frail elderly? They would have asked some questions. And shockingly, we're in August and our vaccine program sponsors, the FDA and the CDC, have yet to have a single press briefing or a single report on comprehensive safety. All we have is the self-queried VAERS report. And the VAERS report takes temporary VAERS cases and then when they're ascertained as being permanent VAERS numbers, that means the CDC has verified the event happens, it goes into the database and comes up on a weekly open frame, open data source that anybody can click called open VAERS. And we are at now 13,000 deaths that the CDC has told us has happened, over 200,000 emergency room visits, clinic visits, and we have separate external analysis. We, we shouldn't have to rely on this, but we have them because there's such a great need to understand by McLaughlin and colleagues from London that have shown that 50% of these deaths occur within two days of getting the vaccine. 80% occur within a week. Most are seniors in their 70s or 80s who die. And 86% of the time, there's no other explanation. Someone healthy enough to walk into a vaccine center has died. Furthermore, Dr. McCullough estimates that in Australia, for example, a hundred times more people are dying from the vaccine than from COVID. Consider also from the above interview that we just played that the number of deaths so far at 45,000 deaths, and that's the deaths from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, that's 250 times or 25,000% greater than the normal threshold for stopping a vaccine program. Let's listen to another clip from Dr. McCullough. In this program, 
there appeared to be, there's no statistical analysis plan. There appeared to be absolutely no safety plan whatsoever, but I'm saying a properly designed program would have had a data safety monitoring board. They would have had periodic reviews based on accrual of data. And I can tell you that when the number of deaths would have exceeded a confidence limit where it was clear that it was now rising above a level of which one could be confident that it's not the same as expected. If we have 150 deaths with 278 million shots in the United States, and they're not temporarily related to the vaccine, they get reported at different times, and now suddenly we're faced with 186 at 27 million shots with the COVID-19 vaccine, any high quality day safety monitoring board, and I tell you, I'm in this business, I do this, I've chaired over two dozen of these, I chair them for the National Institutes of Health, I chair them for Big Pharma, I can tell you, if I was chairing a day safety monitoring board, we would have had emergency meetings in January, and it is very likely if we couldn't explain what was going on, we would have shut down the program in February. And then CDC, of course, they don't even do autopsies, they don't even do any investigation, right? There's nothing happening. Well, there's two on two occasions, the CDC has very casually put out on their website, one in March and one in June, they've put out a statement that the CDC doctors and FDA doctors have reviewed all the deaths and none of them are related to the vaccine. None, not a single one. You know, that includes these immediate deaths that occur in the vaccine center where the vaccine personnel are doing CPR, for instance. They concluded, and I tell you, at that point, when that first statement came out in March, I have to tell you, for me, that was probably the turning point for me. I was already behind on the mortality signal. That January 22nd landmark, I missed it clinically. I just missed it. But in, I think it was in the middle of March when they made that statement, I realized something was going on. It's the hardest thing for Americans to, to swallow this. But that's malfeasance. That's wrongdoing by those in position of authority. The FDA and the CDC in no way could have reviewed 1,600 deaths. That takes forever to get all the hospital records, the death certificates, to review everything, to carefully look at when the vaccine was given, to have two separate reviewers. They have to re review it for causality. They have to make a causality assessment. When they disagree, there has to be a third adjudicator. That takes forever. They could not have put that together. They couldn't have put together the review structures and do that and have that type of due diligence. And they would have to be external experts because the CDC and the FDA, they're the sponsors of the program. These people's jobs depend on it. They're completely biased. They can't be the ones reviewing the deaths. There must be external experts do it. We do it in every single clinical trial. In fact, it, the external experts were involved in the visual registrational trials. So the standards that were, were conducted when used for the registrational trials for all three manufacturers suddenly are thrown out and now there's absolutely no safety paid attention to the public program. Let's also listen to this clip by Ivory Hecker.
In conclusion, in light of all the above knowledge we've shared, we really must resist vaccine mandates with all of our being. This is literally a life and death situation. Do not allow your job to mandate a vaccine for you. Request a religious exemption. You'll find them below or on our website in this written editorial. Do not resign from your job. Make them fire you if it comes to that. You have God-given constitutional rights. Do not cave in. Your life may literally depend on it. I'm glad you could watch today. We'll be talking more about this topic. It's such an incredible thing. I hope you'll stay safe. I hope you will be blessed. I hope you'll pay close attention to these materials. Until next time, I am your host, Richard Urban, pointing from Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Good afternoon.